0: Welcome to the Global CISO Forum, the podcast for information security executives.
1: Welcome to the Global CISO Forum podcast. I'm your host, Amber Pedronselli. With me today is Rob Johnston. He is the head of operations for FIS Banking Solutions, but actually more importantly, he is the finalist for CCISO of the Year uh, for our 2019 CISO Awards. Welcome to the show, Rob.
0: Thank you very much for having me
1: thanks so much for making time. I know you're extremely busy um as I've been communicating with you and your team about being a finalist for this award I know uh your your travel schedule sounds intense um, <laughs> sounds like you have a lot on your plate so I really really appreciate it
0: with um a- Amber thank you It's an honor to be here and certainly the um you know the the certification and the and the and e council just really appreciate everything that they are doing to promote safety and soundness and good security hygiene within the industry.
1: Well, we do our best. Thanks for that. Um, All right. So let's talk a little bit about you. Um, So right now you're serving as the head of operations um, for FIS Banking Solutions. But how did you start out? How did you get into cybersecurity?
0: Um, That's a great question. Um, I've spent 20 plus years at Bank of America before joining FIS. And in many of those years, I had a variety of of roles um, at at the bank. And that would range from marketing or a strategy related role, um, work some portion of that time and um, doing work around mergers and acquisitions. But then the latter part of my career, I spent in risk management um, in a function, either enterprise risk management role or in a line of business risk management role. And when you think about risk management, there's several disciplines from a risk management perspective. You can have financial risk, fraud risk, compliance risk, regulatory risk, strategic risk. But technology and data security is certainly a, a risk discipline. And in the financial services community, that is one of the major risk disciplines. So originally the work started at, at Bank of America. Um, and then I left Bank of America and had the wonderful, incredible opportunity to join um, FIS, which provides um, technology solutions to the financial services industry and, and other clients. And um, as a result of that role, um, I continue to deepen the risk management experience, um, as well as um, the, the discipline around information security.
1: All right. So your career path that you just mentioned sounds like uh, it's optimal. I mean, we spend a lot of time on this show talking about how CISOs can tend to be siloed and they come up through technology and they don't understand business and they don't know how to work with other, other departments in their companies, but you seem to be almost the opposite. Um, you mentioned marketing strategy, risk management, I mean it just sounds exactly perfect to fill the gaps that a normal CISO doesn't have. Um, so I guess just way to go on that um, it's not really a question in there just good job <laughs> um, but how do we get more people like you to to take their careers towards information security
0: well I think n- number one it's a it's a great question and and the reason I, I say that if if you look at the World Economic Forum and what was published in January this year as a, a result of, of Davos um you know, if you look at information security from a jobs perspective, it will be one of the high demand jobs um, over the next decade and beyond. And so it's a tremendous field um, for those that are that are looking to truly make a big impact. and um, and you reference my diverse background, I actually look at the technology profession in IMB the technology professionals that have been able to come up within the space that have a deep, deep technical expertise. So I appreciate the, uh, the accolades that you mentioned around uh, the diversity of my work experience prior to this, um, but I do have tremendous respect for those that have um, a deep technical ac- acumen. I, I do think that's critical to be uh, very effective in the space. Um, however, with that said, um, I do think it's beneficial when you have the complex conversations between technology and that tech technical acumen and are, are able to bridge the business functions. Because at the end of the day, it's important um, for everybody at a company, not just the technical individuals, but everybody at a company must embrace and support risk management and, and certainly data security. So it's not a role of just the CISO or the technology team, but it's really a role that should be shared by every associate across an organization.
1: Absolutely, um, and it, you know, with a risk management background and um, even marketing, I mean, you probably understand that um, at a deeper level, and you probably see how it impacts a company at a deeper level than some other mm-hmm. um, more technical, less diverse uh, background CISOs. So I can see how that's been a, a huge asset for you in your career. Mm-hmm. And switching over to fintech, that's just, I mean, it's such a buzzy word right now. There's just so much, um, you know, energy around fintech and and information security products and and blockchain and and all of that. Mm -hmm. So that is highly, highly technical. Um, How did you make that leap and how comfortable are you over there?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a a great, uh, another great question. The first of all, fintech is just an incredible industry. I, I couldn't be more pleased. And if um, if, if you would ever have the, the the benefit of speaking with my wife, she would tell you after uh, the career that I've had, I've never had as much fun as I'm having right now. Um, a lot of that is a factor of being in the FinTech community, but it's also a factor of working at FIS. It's just a, a tremendous company that's positioned well within this industry. Um, FinTech in, in general, It's a fascinating field. And FinTech by definition is is short for financial technology. And if you think of that field, there are more revenues in financial technology than there would be the movie industry combined on a global basis. So it's a a fascinating environment to work in. um, And and there's a tremendous amount of opportunity um, within this industry and within this space. Um, the other part of that that makes it very appealing is what you referenced. You talked about blockchain. Um, you, you could look at other forms of innovation that are occurring, um, artificial intelligence, machine learning, business process automation. Um, all of that is at the forefront of, of where the financial technology sector is, is going in the future. And as a result of that, I would add internet of things being another another element as a result of that, the field that we started this phone call with information security just becomes more important because the more that we expand into other technologies and the explosion that we have with the internet of things, all it means is just the the um, the the real estate, the footprint, the blueprint for. Um, information security just continues to grow. So it's the intersection of those emerging technologies with the connected tissue with information security and you put that together and it's just a very exciting industry to be a part of.
1: I bet. I mean once upon a time you thought of finance and it was kind of a conservative industry you know it was you know hadn't changed in a while but now fintech comes along and wow it's just one thing after another and and the the introduction of blockchain and i don't know it just seems like a very cool place to be positioned and i'm glad um isn't it funny how the wives always know (laughs) when when their husbands are happy at work (laughs) i just Um, i can so relate um, to that
0: (laughs) yep um our wives are always a step ahead of us for sure (laughs) yeah
1: um well it's great i'm i'm happy that you found your niche um you know, I would ask about the future, but it seems like you could really go anywhere. I mean, you, you could go back into marketing, you could get further into information security. Do you think that you'll keep, I mean, you have your certified CISO, so do you think that at some point you'd like to look for a, a CISO-level position?
0: Um, I, I actually like and enjoy the intersection of information security and the business. And that combination of that role is a very appealing role, for me personally, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of what I value from a career perspective. So, I am very happy at the company, um, FIS, very happy in the existing role. And I just, I have the pleasure to work for, um, you know, a great company with great leaders and uh, the president of Banking Solutions that's absolutely just one of the Brightest, smartest, best leaders that I've ever had the you know, the ability to work for in my my career. So I am I'm very happy in this role. There's a lot to do, and I'm focusing on um, making sure that we uh, you know we do everything that we can to be leading the industry from innovation perspective and with good security hygiene and helping promote safety and soundness. Um, within this industry,
1: yeah, and that's got to be quite a challenge in an industry that's changing as much as fintech is, and there's so much competition to be the first to innovate. How do you balance that against having good security practices?
0: Well, it just needs to be fundamental. You you cannot um, you cannot have a good long term sustainable model in financial technology if good security hygiene. Is not foundational in everything that you do, whether it's people, process, or technology. And so if you're on a team developing code, 100% security. If you're in a team that's managing money transfer, 100% security. Um, it just doesn't matter the role that you're in. And good security hygiene, that gets back to my comment earlier <clears throat> where. In, in our company, in our field, risk is everybody's business, and um, it doesn't matter the role that you're in, but it just needs to be embedded as part of the DNA and the fabric of every role um, at, at the company and throughout the industry. Um, so it's 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 an essential requirement for anybody to be able to excel in the role that they're in.
1: Do you think that? because of the history of finance is kind of a more conservative industry with a lot of regulation um, that adding innovation on top of an industry like that makes it easier to make sure that security and risk management are on the forefront of everyone's minds as they go about their job?
0: Well, I I think it's, it's certainly, when when I said it's foundational, um, we recently did a survey of bank board of directors and In that survey, it stated, we we asked them, what is the top risk that you consider at your bank? And 85% of the survey respondents, the bank boards, responded with cybersecurity as the top risk. It's ahead of credit risk, it's ahead of liquidity risk, it's ahead of compliance risk. All of those would be traditional risk of, of banks and financial institutions around the globe. And they stated cybersecurity is the top risk by a large margin. So it is, not, um, it is not difficult to keep it at the forefront as we, the industry innovate, because it's required and it's essential. And quite frankly, you can't be successful in this industry unless you do have cybersecurity, information security, data protection, and the other risk disciplines at the forefront of everything that we're doing.
1: That is incredible. Is that a, a published survey, that 85% number?
0: Um, it is a, um, a survey that we publish called Bank Directors, um, bankdirectors.com. And it's a, a survey that we, we perform across the clients that, that we serve. Um, and if you look at, just as an example, within the US, when you combine banks and credit unions, there are more than 10,500 banks and credit unions um, that group is front and center of who we serve from a client base perspective mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so we perform and do a lot of voice of the customer information with within that industry the financial services industry to make sure that we are meeting the needs um, whether it's at the board level the, the c-suite level or the operational levels
1: well, because I would love to link to that. I think that that's just a uh, in in our show notes. I think that's a really eye opening opening number and says a lot about the education of the industry and, and the the good job that people like you have done mm-hmm. with awareness in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's just fantastic. Um, well, I
0: will be glad. I will be glad to forward that to you, Amber.
1: Thank you so much. So, listeners, we'll have that in the show notes. Um, go and uh, read the survey for yourself. I think that is going to be very interesting for everybody. All right, so circling back to your award, um, it's actually for the CISO of the Year Award. So that's a pretty big deal to us because CISO is our executive level certification. EC Council likes to shine a light on stars uh, that, that carry our cert. Um, can you tell us about you know how long have you had it and how has it impacted your job?
0: Um, well, first off, uh, <clears throat> I, w- I want to start, Amber, uh, or finish where I started, which is, you know, the first comment that I made was I wanted to thank you and the council and certainly the, the opportunity to sit and, and, um, and um, obtain a, a CISO, um certification. It's a, it's a tremendous gift within the industry. And the reason I say that is <clears throat> talent continues to be one of the, the big challenges for anybody in uh, financial technology. And um, you know, making sure that we are onboarding professionally ready associates is a challenge for us, and it's a challenge for the industry. And what the SO award provides is the ability for people that maybe do not have the traditional degrees, um, something in a technology field, but maybe a more um, a different degree. It could be in business. It could be anything else but they're able to go in and with experience and the training that you get with the CCSo certification um, to further their skills and abilities to be more effective um, and to be technology ready and technology prepared and security ready and security prepared to work in a role at a company like ours. And, and so I just really appreciate the opportunity. I want to thank you for, Certainly, uh, uh, E Council and the and the certification, the opportunity to sit. I think it's it's an incredible certification because it does bridge for individuals like myself that may be a little further in their career. uh, It does bridge the technical with the executive level um, training that's required. Um, I I just um, achieved an enormous amount of knowledge going through the training program and sitting for the exam and. Um, you can see on my footer and my emails that it's usually the first uh, uh, certification credential that I state and uh, certainly one that I've valued. So I want to end this interview from my perspective to just thank you and the council and, and those that have, um, you know, given us the opportunity to have a certification of this stature. It's it's an incredible gift and i um, honored to, to be able to obtain it honored to be able to um, be a finalist for this award this year.
1: Well, I really appreciate those kind words. You know, it is my um, the program that I run here at EC Council, so I, I really appreciate hearing that, and um, I look forward to seeing you on the stage in Atlanta next month. Hopefully, I'm giving you a pretty glass trophy. Thank you so much for being such a great example of the CCso uh, ethic out there in the world, and thanks for making the time to come to the interview.
0: Thank, thank you, Amber. It was, uh, it was an honor. I really appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Global CISO Forum, the podcast for information security executives.